Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cinema Small Talk. I'm Pat. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking Endgame, Matt. A little movie that we saw several times already as the time of this recording. Uh, I thought we were talking Ender's Game. Um, I think I'm pretty sure the note said Ender's Game. Ender's Game? Um, yeah, I think... The, I think the classic the with, what, Aza Butterfield and Harrison Ford? Was Yeah, I, I don't know. I know the, the movie book. everyone's talking about? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So... But no, oh, everybody, all kidding aside, Avengers Endgame, just, just kind of cut, cut to the chase. It was amazing, and we both loved it, but we are going to be talking spoilers today, so anyone who has not seen the film, stop right now, go see it. So it's he, already made all the money, so just go see, throw a little bit more at it. So here's what it. we're going to do. We're going to give you all a countdown, but instead of a regular you know, 10, 9, 8 countdown, I'm going to throw it to Pat to tell me his top 10 favorite moments oh, from boy. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. When he hits uh, when he hits all 10, then we'll start spoiler talk. So, Pat, uh, hit it. No. no. The, the, nuking the fridge. That's all I got to say as to why I'm not going to talk about that movie. All right. So, spoiler talk. Here there we go. There we go. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, so how do you want to start this, Matt? You want to start... Uh, our initial experience uh, oh, seeing, yeah. seeing yeah, in-game absolutely. opening night? Okay. Um, we had opening night tickets Thursday night. Uh, we, uh, I think we've described it in the past episode, the uh, the clusterfuck that was getting these uh, tickets. Because really we usually see our, our movies opening night down on AMC, and we just were not able to do that this uh, this go-around because AMC's site um, sucked ass the, when... Uh, it crashed hard. <laughs> crashed and burned. Yeah. Um. So... We ended up seeing it uh, still in an IMAX um, up at another local theater here. Not ideal seating for what we normally like, but... No, because we got the tickets a little late, but yeah. we were like fourth or fifth row. It actually yeah. wasn't bad, though. Completely filled the filled my uh, field of vision. Yeah, it kind of craned my neck a little bit looking side to side. Oh, that's a, that's I, a big I was, screen. I was so. looking at the screen, like, upper left. I'm like, where shit, shit's coming? Especially yeah. during the third act. It's like, where, what's coming and where's it coming from? Yep. Yep. It's like, um, what's happening? That was great. Uh, we caught a nice, uh, nice dinner beforehand. Filled our bellies with uh, tasty food, German and food, good beverage, and uh, yes, got us nice and sleepy in preparation for a three-hour oh. movie. Yeah, no, that, that that once that movie started, I was I was locked in, man. There was there was no there was no deviation from that for me. It was a great crowd. It was a phenomenal crowd. Rarely do you ever get crowds quite that good in a movie where they cheered at the right moments, they laughed at the right moments. Yep, you know. They they shut up at the right moments, which yes. which is the most important one because that that right there can ruin a movie experience for anybody. Um, it really was. It, it actually like enhanced it for me. That's how good the crowd was, which is rare. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think I can't even honestly I can't even think of another crowd experience I've enjoyed more at the theater than that. I think maybe because everyone was so hyped and on, on a night like when you're seeing an opening night on a Thursday. Those are the hardcore fans. Those are the people who like us who follow these movies pretty religiously. And this has been on their kind of radar for forever, building up to it for 10 years now with the MCU. Yeah. So, I, I would say the only other movie that rivaled it was actually Infinity War. Yeah. When the yeah. snap happened and yeah. the gasps <laughs> in the in the crowd once Black people, Panther left. People crying. I'm uh, like, I'm like, these gotta come back. Like you know they're gonna come back. I mean, it's more on. the surprise. I, I think guess it's like you know, you've got the you now the biggest uh, name in the MCU, and oh, he's gone. Right, that's yeah. wonderfully done. But no, um, yeah, the crowd was great. Uh, movie started on time, which was always nice. Um, funny story. Uh, after we saw Endgame, or sorry, after we saw Infinity War, I don't uh, remember writing this down anywhere, but we talked, and I made a guess as far as 
how the next movie was going to open. I was going to be like, it's going to be a cold open. You're going to see Hawkeye playing with his family, you know, having a wonderful time. And then all of a sudden, he turns around and they're gone. Nope. I had forgotten about that. And my wife and I went and saw it. And she's like, holy shit, you were right. Like, that's how the movie started. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I, I did say yep. that. Um, even It was done even better than I think I would have imagined it. No music, having that distant rolling thunder that you heard during the snap in Infinity War. That was great. Yes. Um, I like how they didn't, they made you wait for it a little bit. I like that they didn't show you them actually disintegrating, but just he turns around and you see this little dust cloud. Yes. And then it's like, oh boy. And then he turns around to the picnic table where the rest of the family is. And you see, if you look carefully, you see Mm -hmm. the dust just floating on the wind. Yeah. And it's like, oh boy. It's like that, that right there. And then the following kind of sequence really set the tone for me. Um, that being when, boom, right back to Earth. You know, our heroes are just like, well, actually, no. Um, no, because we saw we saw Tony first. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. That was great. And then I, I love the little you know paper football with 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 Nebula. That was that was hilarious to me. Um, obviously, you know they uh, Captain Marvel finds them, brings them back to Earth, but. Then they go find Thanos and crash into his little hut, you know, picking whatever those weird fruit things were. Having his gladiator moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex- yes, precisely, which is a great, I like that little like nod to that, to that scene. And then they cut his head off. Thor cuts his head off and then it's like, oh, this is the kind of movie we're in store for. That right there to me was like, okay, shit's, shit's going to get real here. Yeah, I was and, surprised. Yeah, I was too. I, I was not quite expecting that. No, not at all. It was a great surprise. Uh, yeah, the movie started great. I, I love the, um, you know, the lack of, like I said earlier, lack of score um, with Hawkeye's beginning. I, I think, to touch on that just a little bit more, I love the fact they drew it out. He was having conversation. You kind of actually got into his mindset a little bit. It was a bit. nice family you, moment. You knew what was coming, and by building it up a little bit more, it made it, because if you know something's coming, how do you make it more impactful? By just showing like how much of how much he's loving his family, right? And all oh, that's great. Um, no, that that was wonderful. The the Tony and the shit was great. Uh, the desperation, even though of course you knew he's gonna make it um, out of there somehow. The desperation in his voice. Yep. Uh, the resignation. That was. Uh, but but still with that little like you know Tony Stark snarkiness. Even you see oh he, that's just him. He can't yeah. turn that off. But even in like his most dire moment, he can still kind of find that. And sort of personality within him. And early on, showing the sympathy that Nebula had. Yes. By kind of like, no, you take the last bit of food, stuff like that. Right. Um, that helped endear the character who's played a huge part in this movie, surprisingly. Yes. And who, who really, this was her movie to shine. And she hadn't really done a whole lot in, no. the, in the movies that she's been in. Um, I was never crazy about the character. I was sort of like, okay, you know, she's fine. Yeah. More, more ambivalent than anything. Not, you know, didn't love or hate it. But um, now she she really had some great moments in this. I was very very happy. I like Karen Gillan a lot, so I'm glad that she kind of had had some moments with that character. Yep. No, yeah, so it was great as opening. Uh, that took us all the way what to the credits. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, what now, if I remember correctly, when I've seen it three times, you think I would remember this? They cut his head off. Then the opening. Uh, no, it's no, it was before it's, that. No, so, no. So, so don't get the son of a bitch by yeah. Cap, which was awesome. Yes, that's my boy. And then. 
credits. Yep. Opening credits. And that was really cool. Opening and theme, I should say. The interaction between um, Tony and Cap, not what I was expecting. Cause, no. Because they played it at first where it's like they seem happy to see each other again, but then immediately it's like Tony's like, no, fuck you, man, because like you were... Yeah. You you left us and hung us out to dry, and, and you know, a bit unfair. But but no, given given Tony's state at that moment, you I love how they actually made him look like gaunt oh, and yeah. like just like he was disintegrating, basically, you know, out and drifting in space for probably what few few weeks. Yeah, yeah about with three hardly weeks. hardly any food or water. Um, so they really did. I love that. That was a nice little detail that I don't think everyone caught on to right away, uh, which was really cool. Um, and then just his whole exchange with with Cap was really, I think, was pretty powerful. Actually, and, you can and, really see the emotional like hit that they've taken. Yep, yep. And going from there, when they go and find uh, Thanos and take him out, the um, I love you know the whole first act is pretty down. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's there's a good bit of misery there, and I love how the killing of Thanos is so non satisfying. Um, it's like, oh yeah, he's dead, but but so is everyone else. Exactly, yep. and no, nothing's gonna happen. And I love, I think it was Rocket when they kicked the glove over after Thor lopped it off of uh, Thanos's arm, mm-hmm. and he turned the glove over, and he's just like, oh no, yeah, like this. Like, oh man, it's like we, we, now we we got nothing now. It's like the only thing we can hope for now is is to get some semblance of revenge against this guy. Yeah, and, and Thor takes care of that, you know. Which I love how that all plays out with his character. And the, the hit to his psyche that he takes. Oh, yeah. His his arc next to... Well, I would say his arc is probably my favorite. As far as, like, individual characters go. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was great. <laughs> they cut off his head, and then that, that title card, the, the five, mm-hmm. and they held it for a few seconds. Very, yes. The, the pause in between each one. I was like, are yeah. they going to do years? Is this going to be years? And it's like, uh-huh. it's years. And it's like, oh, man, this is going to be fun. Yep. And yep. I don't know about you, but... From the moment that uh, the movie started until about there, like my nerves—not nerves, but my anticipation—I was just like, my heart was racing. Yes. I, I actually had to catch myself a bit. I was like, "All right, dude, just breathe." Like <laughs> it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, but it, they did such a good job of like you know the, this world that um, it just felt so hopeless, and you just didn't know what. Especially after Thanos was gone, you didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we got the San Francisco scene with Ant Man. And, 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 like, the, and the MVP of the whole thing, that rat that just happened to hit the button. Yep. Yeah. The uh, and and <laughs> but just having that little scene, just a tiny bit of uh, just seeing Paul Rudd again was kind of like, okay, it's gonna be like I can I can feel that, a little bit that lighter. That scene here for where a he where he uh, found his daughter was really good. That was, and that was really I, that that felt like I actually felt that one because it really showed cool. the impact. Is it was five yes. years later, right? She, so to him, it didn't feel like that, but you know. On his way there, he's seeing all the stuff that's that's happened, or, or you know, seeing these little clippings on the on the telephone poles. If all we, these missing people, if we had an extra scene in the movie, we'll talk about this a few other times. But there was a scene. If there was an extra scene, I wish I could have seen like thirty seconds of his daughter telling him what had happened in the yeah. last five. And he'd be like, "Well, what about the Avengers? Where was?" And it's like, "Well, no, they they lost. Right, it's like half of them are dead now." Yep. Yeah, that would that would have been that would have been good. I could see why obviously they cut right because everyone already like they knew would cut it, that. it didn't help the story. It no, just was no. the character. It would have been great for us people who are willing to sit in the movie theater for you know forever, basically. So uh, you know that that was that was great. Uh, I I love that they kind of that scene with with uh, him just wandering the streets there. Really, they did a good job of showing you the effects of everything. Had this kind of good vibe of like twenty eight days later. Yeah. Oh, I. I this is me being nitpicky. You wipe out half the people. 
there's 7 billion plus people on this planet, you're still a pretty full planet after that. Like, it wouldn't just be, like, complete ghost town, everything. You are, but, I mean, some neighborhoods, you know. Yeah, no, some would, yeah. It would vary, you know, maybe in those five years, it was kind of like, you know, everyone had to move to other parts of the town because they weren't going to be able to supply electricity here or stuff, whatever. Well, because I'd imagine, like, if it's random, you'd have probably some towns where the majority of people were taken out. Yeah. You know, because it's just, boom, done like that. Yep. Um, But, you know, I like the shot when... um, of New York City, you kind of they go over. Um, yeah, the, the Statue uh, of Liberty. And, I was about to say Shea Stadium. I know it's not Shea Stadium anymore because you know, but whatever. City Field. Yes, City Field. Well, I'm a Yankee fan, so whatever. Screw the Mets. But um, no, that that was kind of cool. It kind of lent lent this kind of eerie vibe to it. Yeah. And then into Cap with us in a support group, which is like obviously perfect for a guy like that. You know, Mister Mister Positivity, America, Absolutely. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Nice little cameo by one of the Russo brothers there. Joe Russo. I think it was, was it Joe? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was kind of a cool little scene, you know, just kind of showing you people need to still live life after that. Like, But it's like, how do you live life after that? Yep. And some, like, for a lot of our characters, they weren't. They were literally, that in that five years, they were either stalling, regressing, or, or just, you know, try, trying to, to scrape together some semblance of continuity with the rest of their lives. And, and I, I love the way they did it. And especially that scene between uh, Black Widow and Cap. Yes, yes. Where you can see she's just struggling mm-hmm. to keep something Because um, every, everyone she loved life. and everything she loved was disintegrating around her. Mm-hmm. You know, she puts so much of herself into that team. And she even says it. They were family to her. Yep. Which was just like, that was kind of very powerful and scars with hansen would just did a, a great job that yeah. was a great great scene really really liked that one yep it was that that when i first saw it, it it definitely because again opening night you're so you know you're anticipating everything you're and you're, yeah. you're hyped and so a scene like that definitely didn't hit me as much as it did the second and third times i yep. saw it then uh then seeing that scene and kind of knowing what happens the rest of the story it, it it definitely was more impactful, and yeah, I, I love that. It's one of my favorite scenes now. Yeah, same here. And then, um, God, what, what happens after that? Ant Man shows up, and That's then right. and then it's kind of like, okay, now we're gonna. Uh huh. It, 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 it's almost like a false start a little bit because it's yeah. kind of like, oh, now stuff's gonna start rolling. But no, they go and visit Tony, and uh, who now has a family. All right, which He's I love. His daughter was adorable. That was really cute. Very lucky ones. Yes. Uh, you know. Right, exactly. Like some people moved on. Uh, but and they then they showed that to you to contrast everyone's different like the Hulk moved on he he went like Bruce went on and found a way to make him and the Hulk be able to coexist and yep. you know as one you know um, uh, Natasha she she stayed in in that moment of the snap basically what's her name Natasha Natasha fuck off man <laughs> Natasha okay and then um you know Cap kind of was you know doing his thing. He's he's pretty much not quite moved on, but he would never forget, but he had to try to at least move forward somewhat. You know, Rhodey and Captain Marvel and Rocket, they were off, you know, doing their stuff in space or whatever. Um, we all know what, what uh, Hawkeye was doing, mm-hmm. massacring motherfuckers, just wholesale. Um, and then, you know, we have Tony who is settling down and is like, hey, I got gifted this, this shot. I'm taking it, you know, let's just kind of see where this goes. Right. So, and then I love, I love that scene when they, when Cap and Natasha and, and them visit him mm-hmm. at his little, you know, nice little 
property there. Yeah. So. No, yeah, it's great. Um, I think again, the, the Tony Stark character was perfect here. It's just, you know, like you said, he was very lucky and he's not going to let that go for something that you can kind of, he's quick to dismiss, but you can just knowing that character that it's no surprise that he was working on it soon after. Uh, but no, this, if he hadn't thought of it already or, or, or toyed with the idea already, cause you know, and I liked like how like he was respectful of cap and everything like that at that point where it's kind of like, I wish you guys would have come here for anything else because yeah. I was happy to see you again, but it still is not necessarily, we're not working together. Right. It, it's still, no, this he this, does. Cause at this point he doesn't want to risk what he has now. Yep. It's you know, they, they risk with everything before and lost and he's not going to do that again. Yeah. You know, that, that that's, you know, where he's at at least, you know, in that moment. And some cool writing and amazing acting by uh, Robert Downey Jr. Is the fact that, they make him to be just a great dad. Yeah. Oh, he's like, he's like the, such a wonderful dad to yeah. his kid. Yeah. That, you know, when it comes around at the end, it's just, it makes it even more impactful. Big time. Um, you Big know, because if he was just like, you know, a passive dad, just, they just showed him for a scene, you know, like tucking his kid in, telling him a story. It's like, but no, he's. Like, yeah. I mean, in, in, in those very short scenes that he had with his daughter, it kind of showed you everything you need to see. Yeah. You, you knew instantly what kind of father he was. And he was a good one. I mean, yep. he loved his family deeply. He didn't want, you know, he would do anything for them. Um, it just, you kind of got that right there. And that was really, really well done because it was a fairly short little thing. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, they didn't linger on it too long. Um, but, you know, then, you know, once the, they kind of, that seed is planted by, by the team, it's like, hey, we may have a way. And then obviously it just kind of eats away at him. He just can't ignore it. So I think that was cool, kind of cool how he talks to Pepper and she's just like, you know. Oh, her line was like, that's amazing and terrifying. Yes. So that's, that's yeah. The yep. um, Gwyneth Paltrow's performance in this is probably her best performance. Um, in, in all the, the Marvel stuff? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would, uh, hands down agree with that. Um, I, I love the line, you know, was it, um, you know, Tony's like, oh, y'all can go to bed and, and forget all this and all that. And she's like, but could you rest? And I like that little nod later on Yep. Uh, when, when we get to that because um, that's that's great continuity. That's great writing to have a callback to an earlier scene in line yep. that you may not even think about at first. No, I didn't. But it's actually a very kind of poignant thing and it ends up being a very poignant thing. It does. There, there's a couple more callbacks that I haven't noticed until recently yeah. that we'll touch on later in the movie. Um, so where were we after that? That's right. They find, uh, prof- we have professor Hulk. Yes. Yes. Which, uh, amazing scene. Um, the, the, the one in, in, this, the, in the diner. Yeah. I, yeah. I was really sorry. The comedy throughout this movie was much better than I was because everything we heard from the reviews is like the first hour so heavy. And then it just gets, is the pace just quickens and quickens. It doesn't sound like it's going to be, um, a movie that has a lot of humor, but there was so much more humor in this. I, I loved it. It, was, it, it, it kept it light enough Yes, that, um, and they and they didn't it didn't derail the scene at no, all. It was masterfully woven into the script and the dialogue. I mean, the jokes felt natural. They felt right. They didn't feel forced whatsoever. Um, and not to mention, you know, obviously the acting and delivery is is great. That selfie scene was hilarious. Paul Rudd, you know, take, take awesome. the goddamn phone. Yeah, yeah, that was that was, I I cracked up at that. Um, you know, just Professor Hulk was. It's it's funny because. Um, a lot of people kind of not 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 complain, but but point out that you never really get 
like the Hulk as like what you think of when you when you think of that character. It's just we've, like we've had the Hulk going for, completely unleashed. We've had the Hulk for a handful of movies. Yeah, but but you've never really seen him. He's basically like he's like your nuke. Like he's like he's your big gun. Right. Uh, and and but they that, they kind of he I almost say watered down a little bit. In, but but, in, in but that big gun was pointless. I mean, not pointless. In Infinity War, that big gun didn't right didn't got even, the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, so it was yeah. kind of like, well, why bring that player back onto the field again, um, when we can have a completely different take on the character that can. No, I I love the way they did it actually because that that kind of allowed, I think, other characters to do more than they could have if you just had the Hulk going nuts and right. smashing everything in sight. Yep. So. No. I love how much of more of a smart ass he had become yes. in this too. Like when they're uh, uh, testing the time travel and Natasha's like, you're joking, right? He's like, I don't know. He's yeah. time travel. He's like, it's like, see if this is going to work or what, it's going to not. What do you say? It's, it's either it's either all real or none of it is or something like yeah, that. exactly. Uh, which it, I think was great because it's like, yeah, it's, it's either going to work or it's not. And he comes back as a baby and he's like, hey, see, he's like, and and Steve is like, it's a baby. It's like, but Scott, it's a baby. It's like he'll grow up. Yeah. It's like it fucking worked. He's like, this was a win. Yeah. This was an absolute win. Yep. It's time yep. travel. Yeah. And then and that that leads into Tony's reentrance, and which his, was perfect with yes. him, you know, squealing Rolling his tires up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling down the window, just felt, looking over. Felt very much um, like from the first. Yes, that Iron was exactly exactly what I thought. I'm like, that is vintage Tony Stark, not beaten down kind of, you know, jaded Tony Stark. Right. So and then giving Cap the shield back. Yep. That was that was nice. Yeah, yeah. That 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 definitely that got to me a little bit. But um yeah, and then oh God, where, where do we go from there? So then Natasha gets um then they get the team back together. So yes. so Natasha goes Natasha goes and gets uh Natasha. Hawkeye slash Ronin. Uh from I didn't know if you noticed this, but his the Ronin scene in Tokyo. That was one, a single shot until right before he executed the uh, the Yakuza. Really? Last, yeah. Okay. Right right until that last shot before um, he slams the sword down through his back or whatever. Great was, Japanese actor, by the way. The guy who plays the mob boss. He's been in quite a few English-speaking movies, um, but he's huge in Japan. He's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Yeah, next time you see the watch it because it's it's one single shot. Yeah. All, all the uh, the fight, even the majority of the uh, the samurai showdown there. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll look for that next time I see it. But um, that that was great, and and then and the line where he's like, "Don't don't give me hope." Yeah, she's like, "I'm sorry, it took so long." Yep. That what a, what a great way because it's like you know he's coming back in the fold, but it's like how do you get it without it being cheesy and just right. be like, "We miss you" and blah blah blah. Yeah. The, the fact that you know he's like, "Don't don't do this if this is you know like, don't yeah. do this to me unless you like I I can't." Unless I know we we can get something out of this, don't don't even mention anything to me because right. you know he's so in such despair at that point. Absolutely, you know because what what's happened to him and then what he's done. He's he's like he's basically almost saying I'm irredeemable. Don't don't try to bring me back. Right. You know which, which plays in a little bit later. Exactly. But yeah, then uh, what's what's the rest of the team we get? Um, uh, enter Fat Thor. Well, not not yet. First, you got one of the best scenes of the movie. Uh, Funniest scenes of the movie. Oh, so you, with the taco. Yeah, you've yes. got Rocket and Nebula coming back on the ship, and uh, yeah, Ant Man losing his taco with with Hulk. It was such a sweet moment. He's just like, yep. oh, buddy, here you yeah. go. Yeah, like, here you go. Like he's got all these tacos in his gigantic hand. He's like, here you go. 
I, that's nice. This is the real touches where it's like, yeah, they have taco night or yeah. taco day. Yeah. You know, they, <laughs> like they clearly went and got those tacos somewhere, yes. you know? So I just like that little, not that little kind of kind of cool little moment there. It, it makes it real. Yeah. Because you see some superhero movies, you don't see that kind of stuff, but it's like. No, I it's actually like, love when Rhodey just slams down on the ground. It really freaks him out. He like, yes. he's like basically like clutches, <laughs> clutches his chest, like a heart attack. And that, that was, that was really funny. Um. But yeah, yeah. Then uh, uh, Rocket and uh, Hulk go off to uh, retrieve Thor. Yes, that was a great surprise. Oh, and, phenomenal! And talking to everyone I've seen this movie with, it's a similar reaction because in the first ten minutes, or first no, first minute or so, you see, it's, you think, is this going to be some you know shtick? You know, they didn't treat it as a shtick, but it became very clear the second that uh, one of them mentioned Thanos' name. It's like this is not a shtick. No, like Thor is fucked he's up. Damaged. In the head, right? He's damaged. He is. He feels guilty. He feels shame. Mm-hmm. He feels that he failed. Um, he, and he's basically said, you know, fuck it, and he just let himself go, drinking beer and eating garbage self, and playing video self games, medicating. Exactly. Um, so some of the great in this five minute scene in this hut. So some of the best stuff. A Korg and Meek are alive. The thank, best. Thank God. Yes. Easiest decision. And Valkyrie. And we Valkyrie. Did, we did see Valkyrie before that. So. But seeing um. So Korg playing, was it Fortnite? Is that the game? Yeah, it was Fortnite, yeah. Okay. Um, that was great. Uh, the kid called him a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Hearing Taika Waititi say dickhead and Korg, as Korg is Noob just... 69. Again, just a great little like thing, because you totally would see that when you're playing games. It's, I know. it's ridiculous. I know. Beers in the bucket. Yeah. Log on the Wi-Fi. Log on the Wi-Fi. No password, of course. Yep. Like, it's like, of course. Uh, no Wi-Fi. No password, of course. Yeah. Like, no, it was, uh, just, I'm sure that was just all like, just kind of... Off and the cuff. The third time I I watched it, one of my favorite bits of that was watching Meek just uh, plow the pizza, just like whole slice <laughs> in his mouth, just yes. like just like this little bug thing, just just happy as a clam, yeah. just just pounding pizza, playing video yep. games. Sounds it really is living the dream, man. To me, yeah, that's what it sounds like. But um, no, just I'll I'll hand it to to Chris Hemsworth because uh, he really did a great job in that scene. When, as soon as Thanos' name was mentioned, like his face, his whole demeanor just shifted hard. Yep. And you can really see it's like, oh boy, that's that's like Voldemort and Harry Potter. That's like, you don't say that name, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then just in general, to me, Fat Thor is incredible. Just uh, oh, g- g- gave gave a, a whole slew of would-be cosplayers hope. You'll be seeing a lot of Fat Thors this Halloween and, and at Comic-Con. Yeah, and immediately after that, you get uh, the Lebowski moment. Yes. Drifting left there, Lebowski. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people heard that, because that's just sort of one of those lines that they kind of threw under the breath there almost, but I caught it right away. I was like, that's awesome. I'm glad we got to see some Tony Stark and Rocket interaction. Yes. Yeah, you know, call him Ratchet. Yeah, it's like you're like you're a genius on Earth, but it's basically it's like, hey, you're you only know. a genius on Earth, buddy. Yeah. Or in the very first scene when they first, he's like when um, Rocket is telling uh, Tony why Thor is so pissed, and he's like, you know, until a minute ago, I literally thought you were Build a Bear. He's like, I don't know, maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's like I don't know what that is, but maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. No, that that was that was great. Um, oh gosh. So so okay. So. Tony, so then they're, they're building the device yep. for them to... And they get the, they test it with uh, Hawkeye going back. Yes. Which was cool. Which that was, was, yeah, that was that was cool. That was a nice little moment, you know. It's like, he's home, you, his family's alive. You can feel his... It, the scene was, uh, like, at first... The first time I watched it, it felt a little drawn out, um, almost a bit much. I can see that. But what... It, it, it pays off because he doesn't get to see his kid, but he hears the kid. And when he comes back, you can see... 
the not not necessarily excitement, but just like the realization is like it, it fucking works. Right. It's like this it's this like, is this is a shot. Like we have to take this. This this will work if we if we succeed. You can you can um, almost see the way Jeremy Renner delivered it. You can almost feel the hope in his voice. Yes. When he says it works. And that that's great. And then of course we get into the time heist planning. Yeah. Like the, the brainstorming session. Yeah. Literally on the screen, time heist. Um, yeah. It's great. Another great comedic scenes uh cut in there. Thor talking about the ether. Like someone said, it was a stone. It's it's not a stone. It's more of a sludge. Whoever said that, we need to stop saying that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Hulk giving him the Jonah Hill cut. It's like, oh, you gotta stop. Yeah. Like, stop it. You're too much, buddy. Too much. You know. Starts pining over over Jane and all that stuff. Yeah. And then and then the scene. I think it might even be the next one where he's like in sitting in the corner eating ice cream. Eating, yeah. And it's like, is he alive? It's like, so you know, is he asleep? It's like, oh, no, I think right. he's. I think he's dead. Um. The um yeah the, them just all eating Chinese yeah uh, space you know puppy want to go to space with Ant Man <laughs> and Rocket it's just so much comedy there but but also great um kind of bonding with the characters no oh, it is um which and a lot of these types of movies you don't necessarily get a lot of because it's usually action set piece to action set piece and and kind of moving the, the plot along that way so that's honestly that's why I loved about the first act of this movie is you had those moments it was a little bit slower and I thought that was absolutely the right move yeah i loved it personally because then too. it's it's you know it's just a shitstorm after that yes once they actually initially start to travel time did you when did you when did you realize that they were going to be going back into the past movies um they referenced back to the future uh-huh. and then i was like oh that's how this is gonna work now because then it's like when they said i think probably it's like oh new york i'm like oh shit that's right the, well, fir- the the first Avengers movie for for me it was when Tony said we've all been these stones we've all encountered these stones at some point in our past for me it was like oh shit it's like they're gonna they're gonna do this yeah. or they're gonna go back into the different movies and uh, I was not expecting that I, I, like I I kind of figured time travel is gonna p- play a factor into the story obviously because house is going to but the way they actually did it I really liked I love that they kind of pulled it back to the future too essentially yeah. is and and went into these other movies you know the past which for us is the other these other movies and you're kind of you know interweaving them into these scenes that we've all witnessed before yes so that was fantastic i, I like the line where they're uh, i think it's hulk tony and uh scarlet witch no black widow scarlet johansson scarlet witch i get so confused yeah it's too much scarlet um, <laughs> yeah Natasha just cornered. Natasha. And they're all sitting there and she's like, What Doctor Strange, what kind of doctor was he? And he's like, Ear nose throat meets uh, rabbit in a hat. Yeah. And they're yeah. kind of arguing, like, what was he on Sullivan? No, it was Bleaker. Bleaker and Sullivan. It was like they're just where this like Hulk and Tony are having the discussion, yep. like where the hell the this, yeah. the Doctor Strange lives and Tasha's like, There's three stones in New York at the same time. And it's like, Oh it's like, oh boy. Light bulb moment. And um no, yeah, then immediately you go to the second act and, and they're all the caps fantastic speech. Got, yeah, got, that got me fired up. I was like, give me a time travel suit. I'll fucking go right now. I love how they even acknowledged it too. Rocket's like, he's pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah. He really, that, that was, I'm like, that's that's awesome. That's like, that's that's Cap right there in a nutshell. I would love it if we got some quips from Rocket in that in Guardians 3. It's like, yeah, you're no, you're no Captain America. Yeah, like, something, yeah. Like, like, like if know, Quill starts to try to give a speech or something like that, that, that actually would be really funny. Um, the, the heartbreaking line, uh, right before I, is, I know, I know what you're about to say is, uh, I think obviously first time you're never going to catch it, but right. second is, is when, uh, Natasha, <laughs> what she like, see y'all in a minute. 
Yep. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's and like, it's like, oh god. Like, oh, every time I see it now. No. Yeah. Seeing seeing that the second time, knowing what happens, it's like, oh man, it's like that hurts. So yeah, then we go off into um, the time travel. Um, we have Tony, Steve, and um, Scott heading off to New York Battle of New York, and Hulk. Yep. Going off to uh, Battle of New York. Um, and then. Yeah, going to Morag. That was great. I knew that was going to be good. It's like, oh, because we're going to see that opening of Guardians again. Um, I, I, real quick with that, I love, because when you when we saw that scene, you're hearing it through Peter's ears and the music right. blasting. And then it cuts to, to Nebula and Rhodey as just him dancing and singing like an idiot. Yes. And we don't hear anything else. I thought that was hilarious. I uh, thought that, that was a great, great way of doing it. It was. It was. And I know, like, technically when... Now, I think, I think they had written this... And James Gunn had not yet been fired because I think James Gunn wrote Guardians three after Endgame had already been written. Uh, yeah, because well, Endgame, I mean, event, um, Guardians three was written before he got fired, so because they no, were going to still it, use his script. It, it was so I was just because like there are times in this movie it felt very like because I know he's listed as an executive producer, right, right. But there's some very James Gunny stuff, like from especially with the Guardians stuff and the space more space stuff. It's kind of like this feels like he had a. Um, definitely some input, yeah. music yeah. choices and whatnot. It's funny you mentioned that because cause back with the Thor scenes, that felt like it was right out of Ragnarok, and that Taika Waititi would have had some input there, you know, because it very much blended the styles of each individual character's movies, well, like within, like, and just perfectly I, combined them all. I know uh, on Infinity War, Scott Derrickson, who wrote direct directed um, Doctor Strange, he said that they had the directors on set and they, oh, okay. they provided their input for, that, for their characters. And it showed, it absolutely showed. I think that's that was definitely the right move. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, they split up, they're going to Morag. Um that was that was good. But then but then you get to see um Natasha and Clint, Clint head yeah. off to Vormir mm-hmm. and immediately you know you're like, oh yeah, as as, like, as the audience, we all know it's like, oh, Shit, one of them is not coming back. And then in my head, I'm thinking, wait, some how do they not know that they have to, you know? But then I rewatched Infinity War how, with how my would wife. They, how would they have known? Exactly, because all they knew is that Thanos had killed Gamora on Vormir. Exactly. They didn't know why. Right. They just figured he got the Soul Stone and he offed her because he didn't need her anymore. Right, exactly. Or she tried to kill him and he and he, he put her down. Yep. Um, then they get to Vormir. Um, let's just go ahead and talk about the, the Vormir one now, I think. Let's get that one. Okay. Get that one out of the way. So going there, you know that one of them is not coming back, right? And they they don't they don't uh, wait around on it too much, and I like that. It's kind of like okay. And the other thing I really like about that scene is how similar it is to Infinity War. Yes, yes, very much so. Because so Kara, my wife and I watched Infinity War uh, right before Endgame. Because I'm like, you should probably watch it before we go see Endgame. And so watching that scene again, it played out with, you know, Red Skull coming and saying all that stuff. And they didn't waste any time with him explaining everything again. It was just kind of like, you know, it immediately right. went to the two Yeah, of they kind of cut to the chase. It's like, hey, you know, in order to get what you need, it requires sacrifice. You know, life for a life, soul for a soul kind of thing. Exactly. Um, and then the kind of, I guess, back and forth, if you want to call it, really, it's just a fight between Natasha and um, Clint. Yep. Over who gets to sacrifice themselves, essentially. Yeah, that was uh, that was great. Because yeah. it was this fight for the other's life. Right. More or less. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, it was, it was played out great because you didn't know. 
you just didn't know as it looked like Clint was going to jump off there at the end, you know, after he kind of shot his arrow and exploded and she fell off and he was just jumping and then she catches him with that that grapple and then she slips and goes and he's just holding her by hand. It's like, oh shit. It's like, this is, this is where this character is going to. And and honestly, it's, it's a perfect, it's kind of a perfect thing. Perfect end for, for the character because she knows Clint still has something to live for that, that potential that they can get the family back. Right. And that he can, you know, live his life again. And her whole thing is that she lives for that team. She lives for, you know, her comrades. Right. And she'll die for her comrades. Cause, and that to her would be the a most fitting end. Yep. You know, that what, what her purpose is, you know, is if that is her purpose is to die to, so that they can succeed. No brainer for her. Yeah. And I love that. I love like without hesitation, both of that, that both of them were willing to do it. You know, it wasn't like, oh, you know, okay, maybe. Draw straws. Yeah, exactly. Armageddon. It's like, no, like, fuck it. We're, you know, we're both willing to do this because this, this has to get done. We have to have this stone. And it it really, the, the, um, kind of juxtaposition from the Infinity War scene to this one with her falling, kind of that similar shot, um, at the end of her on the ground. Whenever I watch Infinity War now, all I can see is um, instead of seeing Gamora there, I just see Black Widow. Right. Because the music is the same. Um, yeah, the cinematography is very similar. I'm sure, you know, obviously, yep. you know, drawn a uh, parallel there. Uh, on, and on then, the, and then the scene of uh, Clint waking up in that, you know, in the shallow water with the stone in his hand. Well, well, before that, um, I told you uh, the day after we saw it the first time, you really can tell. It, it really pays to have such quality um, actors in your roles. Yeah. When when she knows she's gonna die, and she just and Scarlett Johansson plays the the kind of a character who's come to peace with it, right? Perfectly, and just in the, like the sweetest, softest voice, she's like, "Let me go." Yep. And it's just it kills not me. Teary-eyed, every time. Not teary-eyed. Not you know. Not like despairing. It's like no. It's like hey, you know. It's gonna be all right, you know. Yeah. I'll be fine, you know. This this is what I want. And oh, that just, they, they didn't play it for the every... melodrama. It actually was like an earned kind of exactly. dramatic moment. Yeah, and it, oh, it kills me every time I watch that. That yeah. that line just gets me. Seeing it the second time, overall, seeing the movie the second time, really, all the emotional parts hit me so much harder because yeah. the adrenaline wasn't so high. Exactly, being opening night and like being yeah, so yeah. super excited. Opening night, I wasn't too like you know emotionally caught up. Yeah, like, just I didn't like cry said, at all opening night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And each time you watch it more, it's like different scenes affect you more yes. um, because you're not again you're not trying to figure out what's happening next. Right. But yeah, you're right. Um, you know, Hawkeye waking up. And I love it because the reaction between him, his reaction, yes, the difference between his and Thanos' reaction, exactly. Great, I love that because that's something that you really like need to look out for. Yeah, he's like he has it, but his heart's broken. Exactly, his best friends, you know, someone probably the next the next closest person to him, next to probably his wife, and his kids, you know, just sacrificed herself. Yeah, so like that just would eat away at anybody for him. For him, exactly. And that was like really super powerful. Like his and, and Jeremy Renner did a great job. I, I like I like the fact that we had a lot more of his character in this one as opposed to the other ones as well. Right. Um, which was nice. You know, certain different different characters had their moments. Yes. You know, in both in both Infinity War and, and Endgame. But I just love it because it, it balances everything out to you know to be all Thanos about it. Yeah. Per- is perfectly balanced, and that's what 
this movie especially was. Yes. Yeah. So that so that was um, that was the Soul Stone. Um, again, the um, the Power Stone. We have Nebula and Rhodey. Um, I like that team up. At first, I was like, why? Are they, like, it's kind of a it's know, kind of an odd pairing. Odd pairing. But then you think about it, especially when you see her reach in, get the Power Stone, and reveal like she's got this. You know, um, it, the, the Terminator Two moment. Yes. Yeah. And then you see like, oh, they're they're both just like they're um, part machine, more or less, one way or the other. Exactly. And so seeing them, you know, Rhodey's just kind of like, hey, we got to do what we got to do, right. right? It's like, I feel you. It's like, you know, I understand. Um, and then we have the connection between past Nebula. Which it's kind of, which I kind of like, at first I was kind of like, huh? But then like, oh, that's the same network. That would yeah. make sense that she's basically on a, almost like an AI network. Right. And same, everything else lines up. You're going to hop onto this, like your phone connects to Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. She, two Nebulas both you know connecting to the same network so that was actually a, a kind of cool way of going about that it's a great way to bring in a completely different thanos yes and a, a good way of, of being able to introduce some some stakes here you yes. know because at first it's like oh this is going pretty well right you know um at this point have we gotten to the flub in new york city with um with getting the uh tesseract no no we haven't we haven't talked about that one yet okay um, but no, um, I thought it was a great way to introduce Thanos there. Um, and Pascamora, a, a hardcore Thanos, like an even yes. more like bloodthirsty, yes, fuck everything, I want to kill it, you know, kind of Thanos. And you already could tell the difference a little bit there, but definitely once we get to the third act, he's on that battlefield, yeah, and we'll touch more on that. But, um, no, so all of a sudden now Thanos is back in the picture, and yeah, going back to New York, New York was cool because immediately it's like, well, Doctor Strange isn't, you know, doesn't have the time stone yet. So right. we get the ancient one, which was awesome. Yes. Uh, that was so cool to see uh, Tilda Swinton as the ancient one again. That was great. And that was a great setting um, up her and um, actually it was Bruce at that point uh, when she knocked him out. Uh, which I, I, I always love that effect that yes. they kind of, you know, coined in the. Uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's always really cool. That was great. I, and I didn't notice it the first time, but ever since, it's like she's actually taking part in the Battle of New York as well. Right. She's just like, you know, flipping shit out of the air and blocking, protecting the, the sanctum. Yep. You know, she's as, not going to leave that, but she at least has to protect it. And it makes sense. That was cool. Right. Um, There's great dialogue between them. They kind of set the laws of the time travel um, as far as getting the stones back. Yes. And it's like, it, it makes enough sense for it to work. Well, yeah. You're I mean, never going to get time travel. Uh, Look, to work time, in a movie, but this right. uh, of the time travels in in movies, I feel like they did a pretty good job of uh, setting up rules yeah. and setting up you know a decent amount of logic. Anytime time travel is introduced into anything, TV show, books, it can get a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, the rules of it, essentially, it's it's a major plot device. It's like, oh, uh, how do we explain this? Add time travel. Yeah, we make up the rules as we go with it. You know. Um, this one actually uses a, try to use a little bit of logic to it. Yeah. Um, and, and it worked for me. I know some people, they like to, you know, analyze things a little bit too much with stuff like that, but it worked. It, it made sense for the plot of the movie. It didn't, uh, it wasn't done in such a way where it's like, really, you yeah. know, it's kind of, you kind of scratch your head and it's like, well, it's kind of weird. You yeah. Know? And, uh, I loved, um, uh, I loved how she wasn't going to give him the stone. And he's like, then why the hell would Strange right. give him give Thanos the Time Stone, um, you know, back then? And she was just like, he did what? Yeah. And immediately it's kind of like, well, like he's supposed to be the best of us, so right. here you go. It's like if he did it, then it's like he must have known. He yeah. must he must know better. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that her reaction was great. It's like c- c- come again. <laughs> it's like he he did what now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was great. Um. Hulk getting the time stone. Then we have the uh, the heist of the space and mind stones, playing right into the first Avengers. Yes. Um. America's ass. That line was great. <laughs> it's freaking great, man. Oh my god, that was that was hilarious. It's like now uh, now, because correct me if I'm wrong, the mind stone was in the scepter. Correct. Okay, because at first I was like. Why do they need the scepter? Right. But then, then it's like then it dawned on me. I think probably the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, that's there is a stone in there. Yep. Okay. Because at first that, that that confused me. I was like, why why is that important? Yeah. And then they, they tied you know tying it that way into um, Ultron a little bit. You know that opening scene right. of Ultron where they do get Tony steals the scepter. Yes. Um, because Hydra had it, and that's that you know, callback scene to the elevator. Oh, it was brilliant. Oh my god. <sighs> Top five scenes in the movie for me. Yeah. Because then you have the Hell Hydra moment. Yes. From, and, and that set comic book fans crazy. Like the, the, the theater crowd that we were with the opening night lost their shit. Yes. And because they all knew. Because that's like those are the kind of crowds you get. On the, the subsequent viewings I've had, a lot of people didn't understand right. that how deep of a cut that was mm-hmm. um, from the comic books. So I thought that was a perfect way to do it. A perfect way of, of just setting all that up. And then yeah. you have... Um, Frank Grillo, I know it's the actor's name. Mm-hmm. I forget the character's name. Crossbones. Crossbones, that's right. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot the actual, his real name, though. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a, uh, blah, 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 blah. He even it. says it. Yeah. You know, I know. The elevator. But, um, yeah, that was that was cool. You know, Hail Hydra. And then, like, oh, okay. This guy's cool. He's legit. You know, let's give him this this magical thing. I wish Cap, you know, he, he did the kind of smirk walking off the elevator, but I wish he would just been like, assholes. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> if it was you, that's what you would have done. But, and then we have a little cap on cap action, which yeah. was which is awesome. That was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, um, get him off with the uh, the Bucky's alive line. Yes. Yeah, that, that was... uh, yeah, it's like the the Martha from uh from uh what do you call it <laughs> Batman, but but like not shitty. There you go. Um, um, yes, yeah, so that that was great. Um, then the uh, space stone. So we see, um, you know, that goes sideways. Yep. Uh, the little tits up because of the of the Hulk. Go figure. I know. I love the, the stairs. That was yeah. great, great humor. Uh, getting uh, Robert Redford back as Alexander Pierce. Did not, uh, Civil did not War callback. Yep. Oh, I was... love Thor using the hammer as a defibrillator. Yes, because <laughs> it's obviously... great. He's like, I don't think this is gonna work. Because but you get the new. Because that Thor, that that humor wasn't really there. No, it wasn't. He they they were still trying to make him all like serious and kind of like this yeah. regal kind of thing, which I'm so glad they went away from that. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, and so he's like, uh, "I'm gonna try this. I don't know if it works." Yeah, like, it's it worked. Like, like, yes, it works. <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's hilarious." Um, no, that was great. Um, the axe body spray line. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But I had a can for emergencies. Yep, yep. Uh, that was that was cool. I just love the um, like in the middle of the scene, a scene from Avengers. You know, where they he's like, "You know, I think I'll take that drink now." Tony's just sneaking. Yes. Back, you know, before he uh, heads downstairs, disguised as a cop. And I love the, um, I love how when Ant Man. When he causes Tony to have the mild heart attack, um, and he kicks the case over to future Tony, and Loki's like the only one that sees it. Yeah. Loki's just got that look on his face, like, "The fuck is going yeah, on like, here?" Huh? Yeah, like, like of all, like, of course it's Loki that you're not gonna be able to pull some shisty shit it, past. Exactly, he's immediately up to like, like something oh, here. That's not right. And I love that he gets the tesseract. Yes. So I'm wondering if that's how they explain. The forthcoming Loki show. Yes, it has. To uh, be. It's a it's a it's a tangent universe, a tangent reality, which right. would make sense given what the rules that they've explicitly set up in this movie. Yep. 
No, I so. think that's exactly where it's gonna where it's gonna go, and yeah. that's gonna be great. Um, no, that was good. Yeah, that was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so we lost the uh, test rack, and then uh, so Cap and Tony end up going back to the seventies. Yep. Uh, that that scene. Well, we get a little my, Stanley cameo. I get the Stanley cameo. It might be my favorite scene, and because it's just that that whole sequence. Because in you t- yeah, because you tie in the past of the MCU, which, by the way, so you call back to the opening because when I saw this movie and Kara's like, "What movie should I watch before seeing Endgame?" I'm like, "All of them." <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It really is all of them. Because like you remember that opening scene in Ant Man yeah. where Hank Pym and um. Howard Stark and Peggy Carter are all sitting there and they're like, they're all in shield together. Remember yep, that? Exactly. Don't forget about that. Cause that's coming. Yep. And so they tie into that first scene of Ant-Man and, um, no, that, that scene was, it was fun. It was funny because you got Cap and Tony trying to be incognito. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the seventies, you know, Cap of course beyond the base where, you know, where most, he was one trained. of the most recognizable faces. Exactly. Granted it was 30 years after he had disappeared, but still, um, how brilliant! Because you get the young Michael Douglas, you get yep. a, a shot. You get a shot of the original Ant Man helmet. Yes, yeah, that desk. was a nice little ad, um, kind of nod. You get Cap with his moment with Peggy. That that right there was like, oh, it's like that's heartbreaking. And I honestly didn't know what I, I didn't think Cap was gonna make out of this one alive. I didn't either. And so I thought that was gonna be his moment. Yep. Like his, he got to see Peggy one more time. Yep. And I thought, okay, he's probably not gonna Cause, make cause it out of this. Because you know, my, you know, my predictions was that. Tony live basically flipped basically yeah. whereas Tony gets to live and kind of retires and has his life with a family and Cap sacrifices himself. Right. Um. Obviously that's not played out, but I, I'm not disappointed either way. Yeah. But that was great. Cap, Cap gets that moment with Peggy. It's beautiful, and then uh, of course Tony uh, gets to spend all that time. It's not just a little cameo where he just kind of like show, shows him the door or something. It's right. a full talking on. to his dad. Yeah. And uh, that was that that scene got me emotionally so much in the second time around, um, because yeah, it's it's you know you know Tony had lost his dad and he gets a chance to talk to him again and say and, hey you know I'm have I have a kid yes, you know that was uh, which I, is like I a way really, of he couldn't say what like who but he at least for him that's still telling his dad it's like hey I got a kid yeah you know it's like you know you're you're your grandfather that's like ah oh, that's that's kind of nice. It's fantastic, um, and then the hug at the end with the thank you. Yeah, but like that kind of awkward look on Howard Stark's face is like, okay, it's a little weird, but whatever. But you could tell it, it meant so much for Tony, and, and I think it helped with his final arc because you get that little bit of closure. Exactly. With, with his dad. Exactly. Um, because in the past movies, as always, you know, it he admires dad, but was also not at the same time like... It was a strained relationship. Yes. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like a close, like a typical close father-son relationship. Right. So. And uh, I I didn't know we were gonna have to watch um, Agent Carter. There are Agent Carter callbacks. I don't know if you ever saw the show. I I haven't, so I didn't know that Jeeves was an actual Jarvis. person. A jar, yeah, Jarvis. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Butler guy. But uh, yeah, Jarvis. I didn't realize that that was an actual. And, and it was person. the same. It was the same. It was James Darcy again from the show. Okay. Um, you know, you see, you get the little bit of Agent. You get Peggy. You get Howard, and you get uh, Jarvis. You know, the three main characters and Agent Carter. Yeah, they, the, the continuity amongst. All the properties is masterfully handled. Of all the ones, I was not expecting that. Right? So that was, that yeah. was great. Um, it sucks we didn't get a little bit of a. I see we couldn't have because Battle of New York, Colson had already died. Yes. It would be nice to see a little bit of Colson moment. But um, the uh, then the other uh, stone that we forget about, we have forgotten about, is the um, the ether. So we had Thor and Rocket going back to Asgard. 
one of my favorite scenes as well. Yes. Between Thor and his mother. I think that's a great parallel. That they Because yes. you got Tony and his dad. Yes. And you get Thor and his mother. Exactly. Um, both, both characters who had lost their parents kind of before I think they were ready. Yeah. And they come back to get a final resolution. Um, and I also like how Thor's mom just like, yeah, I know. It's like, you can't, you know, you're not going to trick me. Right. Uh, like, I, know, I, just... I know you're not my son of this time, but you're still my son. Right. And, you know, <laughs> one little thing, I, I know I mentioned this to you uh, before, but I didn't notice this the first time I saw the movie is when Rocket is running through the palace and the guards are like, get the rabbit. Yes. I just love how all Asgardians assume it's a rabbit. Yeah. I'm like, what do rabbits look like on your world? I mean, I, I guess they look like raccoons. I know. That, that was great. Um, I loved how Rocket was trying to psych Thor up. Yeah, slap him Because Thor gets to Asgard and he's like, fuck, he's like, I can't do this. Starts he's to like, crumble. And then um, it, I thought at first it, it, it's a it's a scene where it's like, it's a moment that's both humorous and serious at the time because at first it's like, oh, Rocket slaps Thor. It's funny, but he's like, he's like, it's like, so get your shit like, together. It's like, you know, yeah. not everyone's gone, gone. It's like, we can get some of them back. So get your shit together. Right. Um, and he still can't get his shit together. Right. He's just like, nope. Bye. And runs away. <laughs> I, I love the, I love the shot of Rocket creeping up behind Natalie Portman. Yeah. With yeah. A, it's it's like, just, Takes the thing out, and then yeah. and then you cut to him running out. Of, yeah. He's like, "I got it. We gotta go." Yeah, that was yeah. great. Uh, but the the whole conversation between Thor and his mom that 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 was one. Uh, the the line was it like, uh, "We all fail at who we're who we're uh, at, at who I think we all fail who we're supposed to be." I think it's something along the lines of you have to be who you really are. Yeah, you know, like yeah. who you who you are naturally. Don't don't be what other people expect of you. Yep, be what you are. Inherently, yeah, is the, the gist of it. And then so, you get the, again, it was it, it was much better delivered in the movie, obviously. But and then you get line. the the hammer callback. Yeah, rocket. I love rocket because these rockets never seen that before. Right. So it's just like, what what, what am I saying? What is yeah. this? What's this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then cue the soundtrack. Yeah, because because they t- went right to Morag from there. Yes. Um. So it's come and get your love, or was it? Is that the song? Come get your love. Yeah. Yeah. So that that starts playing right there, right when he gets his hammer. Um, he's like, I'm still worthy, because that's kind of like that. That definitely helped the care. I think between the talk with his um, his mother and knowing that he's still worthy, it, to it put the him hammer. back in the game. Yeah, yeah, it put him. It put him back in a in a in a closer to a right headspace. Yep. Um, and the eat a salad line. Eat a salad. Yeah, yeah. Eat and please eat a salad. <laughs> that's like just kind of another kind of thrown in there. You kind of if you blink, you'll you know you'll miss the kind of thing and you know his mother won't listen to him as far as you know he's trying to warn her about right. her death and but cuz she knows cuz and for her she's probably seen it all already she probably yeah. knows she's like hey you know we can't change destiny essentially right so. um so then uh, yeah we have all our stones and we get back to earth and um getting the uh, tony builds his own gauntlet using which nano machines which was awesome yes um basically a, a, a kind of like a one size fits all kind of thing, so it adjusts to the user. And and tying back to the Thor scene, Thor was the one who wants to snap the fingers. Yes. But immediately they're like, you're still like we're glad yeah. you're more inspired, but you are definitely still an emotional sandbag right, right now. Exactly. So it's like, no, you're you're not gonna do it. Yeah. Um he'll snap his fingers and Hagendaz will rain from the sky, that, you know. That was the only joke that fell a little flat for me. I didn't feel fit right there. Is when he's like, "Do you know what's running through my veins right now?" And Rhodey's like, "Cheese whiz." Yeah, because yeah. it's a very serious moment. They're gonna try and bring everyone back, and it's just it felt the tiniest bit. I I I understand that one. I, I I'll give you that one. That one was a little bit 
Like, yeah, you could have gone without it. Or or you could have done it a different way. Yeah. yeah. Um But uh so then I love Hulk's kinda of, he's got this little bit of resignation where he's like, It's gotta be me. It's yeah. like yeah, I was almost made for this. Um great scene, him snapping the fingers. And that that one minute sequence where you get the it's all quiet. You get the dude, yes. It's, it's, it, and with the light coming in, it's almost like the opposite of Infinity War, where he did the snap and it's cloudy and thunder. You get birds chirping. I was gonna you say, you sun. know, because the birds, the birds yeah. are all of a sudden there. It's like, oh, you've got twice as many birds and yes. all this, other stuff. and so it's like the opposite of the feeling of Infinity War. You get the cell phone ringing, yes. um, Hawkeye's wife, and it's kind of like you get this tiniest moment of happiness, and we've kind of glossed over the whole uh, Nebula capturing. Current ne- past nebula, yeah, yeah, that's right. Nebula that happened, yes. <laughs> We've kind of gone over that, but you know, and that could um, be scene for scene here. And going and touching on that a little bit, as far as eventually in the third act when Gamora um, joins up with future Nebula, everyone's like, Oh, she turned so quickly, blah blah. blah. It's like, Well, you don't realize it took place right before Guardians 1 started. Exactly. Guardians 1 started, Nebula or Gamora was already going to steal the stone, yes. And she was going down of, that path already. Yeah. So yeah. it's no big deal. It's no right. like she always it just, it, it, it just pushed it forward for her a little yeah. bit faster. Exactly. Because it put the the consequences right in front of her. Yes. I mean in her mind she kind of knew, but then she saw, oh shit, he, this he is this, what will, this he, is what will happen. And he got the soul stone. Exactly. So yeah. Right. And so. there's only one way he could get that. Uh-huh. Um but uh so that scene where Life is half the, half the universe has come back. You got Hulk lying on the ground, yep. and he looks up, and, and then, then and you then, see that fucking yeah, the then, spaceship. Um, uh, Scott Lang, he just goes up to the window there. Yes, that fucking shocked the hell out of me when yeah, I saw. That, I was like, I was like, whoa! <laughs> that, that that shot, it was so great because there's yes. still still no music. There's no yep. tension. And then just that that rocket coming down. Yes, yep. and then Ant Man blowing back. Yeah, all um, oh, like the Independence Day shot. Yeah, from that one. Uh, I can't remember which city it was, but you know the guy gets blown back from the inside the skyscraper. Um, of course, I tie it back to Independence Day. Well, yeah, of course. But um, no, that was great. Um, it just and it wasn't like he just fired one missile; he, like, he just he, lay waste. Oh to yeah, that. he unleashed. And uh, and he just beams down, tells Nebula, "Go get my gauntlet, go get my stones." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just gonna wait." Yeah. And you know, our heroes kind of you know say like Rocket. I, I thought of all the characters that were in desperation. A rocket, you could definitely hear like the panic. Yeah, if you're in rock and yeah. rocket building on top of him. Yeah, you know, um, being held up by by just the Hulk, who who at that point was pretty damaged. Right. I mean right. that that stone snapping his fingers fucked him up pretty bad, like it would. Yeah. Uh, which you know again laid the groundwork for what will happen later. We saw what did to Thanos in the beginning of the movie. Yes. This guy who's as powerful, if not more so, than the Hulk. Right. Um, damn near killed him. Yep. Just to try to you know undo the, the the stones themselves, right? And then you know I, I I guess, and they don't really explain this really clearly. You know, Thanos snaps his fingers in Infinity War. It just sort of happens. He seems okay. Yeah. And he disappears through a portal. Hulk snapping his fingers damn near wrecked him. Well, Thanos is much stronger than Hulk. Yeah, but I guess maybe also undoing that, I guess, would be more difficult than... I don't think... I think, I think, I think the fact it'd be is about the same Thanos is just much stronger yeah, than Hulk. Yeah, I mean, Which it, he is. I he mean, saw it in Infinity War. He yeah. didn't even use any of the stones to beat no. the shit out of Hulk. So... Um, he did. Yeah, no, he went all natural for that, and he went toe-to-toe and beat the shit out of him. Yes, yeah, so I, think, I think it's just a matter of strength. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so so when we dial into the third act and we see Thor standing, Cap or Tony wakes Cap up. Yeah, gives him his shield back, and they go up with Thor. And it's like, what's he doing? He's like, nothing. Just just wait. Just sitting there. And it's like, you know, it's a trap, right? He's like, yeah. Just want to make sure we're all on, on the same page. Like, let's go do this. And the, the, we have the lightning, and Thor gets the uh, the the north. magical lightning that beards his braid for some reason. Yes, and that's that's it. And he just gets yeah. his costume. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He gets, he gets his uh, warrior costume. Uh huh. Um, that was great. I, I thought they were gonna maybe shrink him up with the lightning. I'm so glad they did. And they didn't. Yeah. Oh god, that so was so glad they did. And um, you know, let's kill him properly this time. Yes. And the onto the, like probably the. I mean, one of my favorite fight scenes, probably the best fight scene in all of the MCU, was yes. the the scene with those three going toe to toe with Thanos. Yep. Um, and, and at first, Thanos is you know it's 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 a great fight. Uh, and we don't see Thanos. And then I think it's after after the big moment that Thanos kind of we talked about earlier, where he's like, you know, what I'm about to do to your planet. He's like, I usually don't take this personally, but what I'm about to do to your planet. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to relish every second of this. Yes, and that, that's when it became clear. Like this is a, this is a different Thanos yeah. than what we saw in Infinity War. The the, the one in Infinity War was, was all business. He was well, like, he, hey, this he, is he what... almost had this Zen state of mind, right? Exactly. Where he's like, where like when he he kills Vision, um, or when after Scarlet Witch destroys Vision, the stone and Vision kills Vision, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I I know how you feel. He's like, this has taken a great toll on me, and he like pats her on the head and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, this Thanos, no, this Thanos. Right. Is... Well, because that Than at that point, that Thanos, the one in Infinity War, had lost. He he had yeah. you know lost. I guess someone he loved. Yeah. You know, in that kind of sick, twisted way. Um. So yeah, and I, I love the the contrast between the two. Mm-hmm. Um. The one in Endgame was definitely just. I'm gonna. I'm here to to wreck shit. Yeah, and we see that a little bit more in the later in the fight, but then we get um, we get Tony's knocked out. Yeah. Um, Cap, Thor, Thor gets pretty much Cap. Cap is thrown to the side, yep. and uh, Thor's pinned. He calls for his his axe. Thanos catches it and tries to bury it in his chest. Yeah, just like in Infinity War. Yep. And then we see um, Mjolnir raise up off the ground. We all knew. We yeah. all knew this was happening. I've, I've been waiting for that shot for years, and At, like like almost the entire MCU. Everyone knew it was happening, and but Did still diminish the, the, the cheer in that. When the hammer hits Thanos, and you follow that hammer back, it just and catches it. It catches it right there with that shot with the shield out yep. front. And I, I, the, lo- I lost my shit. The theater, everyone lost. It, yeah, their it shit. erupted. And uh, oh god, that was great. And then he, yeah. just, and then immediately, it's not like it was just one shot too. He starts swinging that thing, yep. and he just fucking lays well, the, him out. Thing is, like Cap, as a pure fighter, is the best oh, out yeah. of all the Avengers. He's the best, you know, hand to hand fighter that they have yeah technique wise everything so he goes toe-to-toe with thanos mm-hmm. someone who can fuck the hulk up right you know all cap has is a shield and you know obviously you know the hammer which is the only way in a way he survives that and even then he still ends up losing eventually eventually but he he gives thanos a run for his money yep that, that you know? shot where and so after after cap you know gives him the business for a bit then thanos comes back and he starts hacking away at that shield yeah. over and over and just over. Flailing at it, just, yeah, going that, nuts. That was just like, that was scary because it's like Thanos is just, yeah. you finally saw the, the power and rage of Thanos where he's just, just destroyed. I, I thought that was, I thought, 
I when watching, I'm like, Cap is gonna die here. I'm like, I, I this this is good, but then that would have been awful. Ah, I know, but thankfully he doesn't. Um, he just gets thrown off to the side or whatever. He gets back yep. up, tightens the shield. Meanwhile, Thanos beams his entire army uh-huh. down, and you get that beautiful shot of, of him Cap facing off with the entire army on the yes. hill. The army up on the hill. Yep, that was just so such an epic shot. And I was just like, oh man, shit's about to get real. And then, and then another great callback to uh, Sil- one Winter of my, Soldier. One again, one of my top moments from the movie. On your left. Yep. And and I know I've heard a few other people talk about this too. Was great is you don't um, you don't hear right away that it's Sam. Nice. Um, and you don't hear right away that it's Sam. Um, well, it's because it's it's staticky. It's staticky. Yeah. And so you think, oh, is it Tony? Is it blah blah blah? And then you're like, Cap, Sam, on your left. And then before he says on your left, though, you start to see all the portals the, opening the, up. The, port, the yep. first portal open. And I think it's T'Challa is the first one to come yeah, out, right? T'Challa, Shiri, and uh, Shiri, and um, Koye? Yeah, 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 that's right. Cause she, um, yeah, cause she was already in Wakanda. She, she was in Wakanda, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the first time I saw it, it's like, how did all these characters get here or there? But the more you think about it, it's like, shit, it all makes sense. They yeah. actually wrote it really well. Um, the, um, the reaction in the theater the first night when that first portal opened, and it was just kind of like, oh. Well, because at that point, the music cut out, too, if I recall. Yes. And all you heard was just the sound effect of that portal. Yes. That crackly kind of, you know, with yes. the light coming. It's like, oh, boy. And the crowd's like, oh, you're fucked now. Uh-huh. It's like, it's it's this is happening. Yes. And you get everyone on the The battle the that everyone wanted. And you get all, and this hasn't happened in the other showings. And I'm just so glad we got this opening night. But every time... A, every single character came back: Drax, uh, Star Lord, uh, Spider Man, especially, but Doctor Strange. Everyone, huge round of Cheer. applause. Yeah, it was like it was great. Valkyrie flying in on that Pegasus. Yep. It was just like, like a badass. Oh man, it was great. And then you see all these other wizards too. Yeah, which all, I all thought was over. cool. I, I didn't expect that. Oh, you and also you saw the, the, the Asgardian, Asgardian army. Yep, Wakandan army. Yep, and, and the uh, Ravagers. Yes, um, from Guardians. Yes, and there was um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that. I think I noticed something else on the second time. Maybe that may have been it. Like I noticed the Asgardians, like yeah. all the all the ones that I guess they had lost. Yeah. So. Yeah, they uh, that was great, and uh, and then is that is that everyone? Was it was it uh, uh, strange? That's right. Strange was like is that yeah. everyone? And Wong's like, you like, want more? Yeah, and yeah. Then here comes Ant Man and and uh, yep. War Machine and Rocket and everyone. Yep. And, we have that kind of cool scene in that in that tunnel under the rubble with uh yeah yeah with Hawkeye, and that kind of almost horror inspired yep uh type of scene you know shoots the 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 torch arrow yeah, 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 yeah. or the lit arrow down the the, the hallway there yep. creatures from the, the the ones that they fought and, in uh, uh, Infinity War yeah and, and we get the cool um the moment with uh, the two nebulas and I like that because ne- the past nebula takes the gauntlet away from Hawkeye yeah. And I like they didn't they didn't play this out too long because it's like are we gonna play this fucking cat and mouse game? Yeah, that what? would have annoyed like, me. Like no, future Nebula and Pascamora show up, and within a minute, uh, Pass Nebula is dead. Yeah, and uh, we're back out on the battlefield. That was great. Yes, like not gonna yeah, because that that at that point you can't you can't really delay. You're you're in no. it at that point. You you need to keep that momentum going. Yep. Um. And it's just, it's frantic. It's it's fantastic. Well, we you know, get, we, we they're basically our... playing, you know, past the rock here with the, well, with first, the gauntlet. Before that, we get the uh, Avengers assemble. Yes. Oh, my God. The crowd went, that that was probably the biggest cheer of the night, yeah. uh, opening night when we saw it. Because he's, throughout all the Avengers movies, 
He has not once said that line. No. And they've what, teased it. What better way and what better moment to introduce it than that very scene right there? Yeah. You know, oh man, it's, it that, still sends chills up my spine just thinking about that scene. That battle was amazing. And like you said, eventually they got to this uh, keep away kind of game, but yeah. it wasn't there right. At first, it was kind of just all open warfare. Yeah. Like the Music City and, Miracle, there it's like lateral back and forth. Exactly, and, and you get this, you get this shot, um, shot after shot of just you know literally every character we've seen. You got Korg, and you've got Valkyrie here, and then you Drax, got, Drax. They here, throw the little reunion of of Peter Quill and uh, Gamora. and Gamora in there. That's great, hilarious. It's great because it calls back to how they first met. Exactly. Um, He's just all like, "Oh my God, the woman I love is back!" You know, yeah. I'm I'm so happy. Knee to the nuts. And, twice. and, and you get the line too of like. So this is the one? Yeah. You're like, what? It's like between him and a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter's like, what? Yeah. And then, you know, obviously the battle rages on. Um, we we uh, Peter, yeah. I think, holds on to that. Peter Parker, or Spider-Man, holds on to that thing the longest because obviously he's probably oh. in the best position. To... So here's a callback I, I talked about earlier. So when uh, Peter and Tony first see each other back on the battlefield, that was nice. they, they have that moment yeah, and the they hug. hug, right? So we were my I was watching Spider-Man Homecoming with my family last week. And there was that scene right at the beginning where Tony and Peter are coming back from Berlin in the limo. And Tony reaches across to get the door, and Peter's like, tries to give him a hug. Yeah, He's like, yeah. you're trying to hug me? He's like, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, and then you have that hug at the end uh, in, in Endgame here, and my dad was watching it with me. He's like, that's a callback from uh, Homecoming. I'm like, shit, I didn't even realize that, yep. but you're absolutely right. Yep. Um, they have that nice moment where they hug, and... Uh, but no, yeah, it's it's keep away, you know, because Cap's first like get the stones as far away you can, but like no, we gotta we've got to because you know they've got to get them back in time. Hopefully, is ideally where they and 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 lest we forget also, um, at one point in this battle, Scarlet Witch oh, yeah, has Thanos' t- number. Like yes. she absolutely she had him. Well, you get you get the entrance of Scarlet Witch. Yep. she's like you you took she, every, you see the Elizabeth Olsen yeah. nailed these. You see like yeah. just the Took rage. everything from me. He's like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't even know who you yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, she was about to just literally tear him apart. Yep. And then he's and like, then, fuck it, unleash hell. Basically like gladiator again, you know, just launches everything at them. Just kill everyone. Uh-huh. So, and and uh, yeah, that blows her aside. And then we get the uh, where they stop firing and they start firing off into the distance. Yep. That was a great... Captain Marvel didn't have a lot to do in this movie. No. I, I, I like that because yeah. this is definitely a closing chapter of the original Avengers. She has not earned that type of place yet as a character to the fans, I'd say, of the of the films at least. I, yeah, I think I think you just didn't need her either. No. I, I, I think this was not her story. No, it wasn't. These are not her Avengers yet. Um, I don't think they will be hers, but... I, well, but um, Spider-Man is kind of... They're, they're teeing him up to be the... The main guy, I think. I, as far as so as as long as Sony still has their hands on that character, I don't. I wouldn't bet on any long term. I mean, the more money Spider Man makes, the less likely they're going to keep that splitting the money with Marvel. And the thing is, the only reason they'll make more money is because of the I affiliation know. with Marvel. I know. So, um, tangent aside, th- yes. So you get um, so yeah, the ship starts firing off into the distance, and it's like something's just you know, Tony's like whoa. Like Friday, where where are they firing at? Like some something just entered the atmosphere, and then we get Captain Marvel doing her signature fly the fuck rip through, the through ship. a ship, yeah, and uh, just in seconds, and lands there with Thanos. And um, I love it. it was great the great interaction between her and Peter because uh, he's like, "Hi, I'm 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 Peter Parker." He's like, "Hey, Peter Parker." It's just like yeah, just this this cool ass like uh, 
you know, Peter Stillis, high school kid. Right. He's got this just extremely powerful glowing woman in front of him. Yeah. And, and uh, all intimidating. I love that. Um, but no, the uh, yeah, uh, Peter Parker's uh, Spider Man's comedy throughout when he's when he's playing the keep away and he's on Valerie's yep. back and he's just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Um, but no, yeah, in Captain Marvel, um, they uh, they try to get the the gloves back to the uh, the van. Yes. Uh, he then just Thanos, his weapon through it. Yeah, and then um, and Thanos finally gets the gauntlet, and uh, I love that where where she or uh, Captain Marvel grabs that gauntlet and essentially is about to like snap his hand off. Um, Try or trying to at least. Yeah, and I, I love that where before he that he's keeping his hand open. Yes. And before that though, um, he tries to headbutt her and she doesn't even move. Yeah. And she's then got she, very she, big energy field around. I her. love how she raises her fist and Thanos like gets down on his knee to like kind of prepare for it. Yeah. Whereas, like no one like, that was I, I love that he immediately knew like this like, I love how he had to like take the power stone out just yes. to give him the strength to punch her in the face. It was a clever way effect. After watching Captain Marvel, you know, the first reaction is like, oh, Thanos is kind of fucked because you know, this is a power, like, this is a very, you know, it's like, how, how are you going to level this playing field? Right. I thought that was a great way of, like, getting Captain Marvel out of there for a second. Yes. To set up our, our climax with, um, and we have the, the fantastic moment with all the female heroes. Yeah, that was to cool. To kind of protect Captain Marvel as she tries to take the gauntlet back yeah. to, the, to the van. Um. I think the first time it didn't get me, but every time I watch that now, all I, it's a great moment, but damn, it really, it does two things. It's, it's very triumphant. It's very like powerful, but at the same time, it's also echoes the absence of Black Widow. Yeah. It's definitely. like, she was, she was like, she was, she, she was been the, at the first. front of that group. Yeah, she would have been. She um, been. and her absence is glaring felt. there. Yeah, it's definitely felt more. Um, but no, then you get, um, you get that final moment, um, where you know Tony, it looks like he's about to you know snap his fingers. Thanos, that is, and, and and Tony and Doctor Strange have that scene earlier. Yes, where um he's like Doc, he's like, you said one in fourteen million is this it? He's like, if I tell you, it won't it, happen. It's not going to happen. Yep. And then the chips are down. Looks like Thanos is about to do it again. Tony oh. looks at at Doctor Strange, just slowly, slowly gives raises him that his fingers. single finger. One. God, that like, was that was so cool because I love the fact that you don't have to say it exactly, and they show it. Yes, and just. The you know where's the expression and everything does the the storytelling for you. Yep, um, that was phenomenal. I love that moment. That was that was great. And then, so you know, Tony obviously knows. It's like, all right, it's like I know what I have to do now. Yep, you know, because in his mind he's probably thinking, oh man, it's like this is probably my only shot here. But then it's confirmed. Yeah, and it's like okay, so this is this is what's gonna have to happen. Yep, and you know he kind of tussles with Thanos a little bit, gets knocked back. Thanos is like, all right, good, I'm I'm clear now. Mm-hmm. Snaps his fingers. I, no, he, what does he say? Oh, he's like, uh, I am inevitable. I am inevitable. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. Um, Teeing up the the most perfect line. The best. In this franchise. Uh, t- t- basically, that one line tied all of Iron Man and Tony slash Tony Stark's story into one perfect moment. Yep. From the first one, through all the subsequent movies, that, that moment... I am Iron Man. And that's and I, like it was more drawn out than that. Yes. But and that's why again, Kara's wanting to know what movies to watch before this one. All of them. I was like, well, besides Infinity War, um yeah. um we watched the first Avengers, but I'm like, watch the first Iron Man. Because there's just so many yeah. callbacks. Yeah. Uh, especially need, as we go further on here. But you need to watch basically you need to watch the Iron Man <laughs> the movies. Dark world. Cap- yeah, really. <laughs> I mean you need all the mainline heroes, the big three, uh 
of Captain America, Iron Man, and well, Thor. Mean, even even both Ant Mans. I'd say both Ant Man movies. You yeah. have to absolutely seen both of them. But but we get yeah we get uh, we get Tony's triumphant moment. Yeah. Um, dusting Thanos, every all all of Thanos's crew. Fantastic. And then uh, I was curious because I was like, well, Thanos is probably going to get dusted. Like, how is this going to happen? Is Thor going to have another shot to? Is Thor going to take his head off one more time? But no, it's just he's already done that though I, at this point. And I love it because you get uh, they didn't give Thanos any not a line. No, not not not. He's not going to have one chance to say some other thing. No, where, just the look on his face. The he like the resignation, the defeat. Yep. It's like oh man, it's like yeah, this is it. It's like, I've I've lost. And you like, get that that brutal moment. Yeah, he kind of just sits down. He's like, all right, yeah. he's this is going to happen. Yep. And um, or then you get the the my brutal moment was was Tony. Um, you cut back to him, and you immediately realize he's 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 gonna he's die. Fucked up, yeah. Um, and then you get the the great road. The three characters that say their goodbye to him. You get Rhodey, just kind of gives him that nod. Yeah. And 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 Peter's his, just, his best friend, his protege slash you know kind of surrogate kid. Yep. And his then wife. his wife. And, yeah. and and Peter's all distraught. Yeah. And and I love again Gwyneth Paltrow like. Sells Fantastic the shit out of that scene. She's just kind of like she just pushes Peter aside, be like, yeah. And she's like, it for? wasn't. And again, it wasn't played for like melodrama. It wasn't no. played to like to manipulate the heartstrings. It it was an an earned it was a goodbye. It was a great goodbye. And I'm like, she's. I love the line. Yes, you can rest now. Yeah. And and no weird, you know, last words from from Tony Stark. It's just because at that point he barely probably couldn't speak. Right. Um. I think he kind of mumbles Pepper's name. A little bit, yeah. And it's you know, it wasn't cheesy at all. It wasn't. It was so well done. Yeah. Such a perfect end to to that character. Yep. You know, I think it, thinking back on it, it kind of always had to be him. It, it did. started with him, so it kind of had to end with him. It did. Yeah. So and just the the culmination of of the whole thing of what and what Marvel has done is I don't know even with like. The next phase here, I don't think anything like this will be matched ever. And, and what I think is going to be really interesting is, um, so, you know, Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios has pulled off something amazing here. And like you said, it's like, how are they ever going to be able to do this again? And what's cool is I'm sure Kevin Feige has been asking that question. Um, tr- like, that's the question they've been trying to figure out. Right. Um, since uh, for like probably the last ten years, since they knew where this was going to end, um, so whether it's going to be going back into this phase, ending with Avengers movies, or how they're going to do it, I I'm actually really excited because I here. I have a good amount of faith that they know like we can't do something like this again, so we're going to do something different. And, or, and they've been they've been teeing up a lot of different things too. You know, they're going more into the cosmic kind of realm. Um, we have the Eternals coming up. We have, um, you know, more stuff. Obviously, with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now that uh, James Gunn is back. Yep. Um, but um, no, it uh, no the to go back to the to wrap up the movie a bit. Yeah. Um. So we have Tony's hologram. Yeah, that was this. That was saying kind of goodbye now, to his. Seeing kid, it the second case. time, Tony's death scene got to me like big time, and then. The the funeral shot where you've yeah. got you got the every single the character you've got the wreath with proof that Tony Stark has a heart yeah. from the yeah. first very first movie, the um, <clears throat> excuse me 
you've got that funeral shot exactly and of every franchise almost you know it's it's not just characters it's it's the franchise exactly it was all sectioned off by franchise and they did a great job too where you have the different franchises like like Peter's much more yeah you can tell Peter's been crying and they're all yeah. much more sad whereas you got Doctor Strange is just kind of like he's just there well cuz he didn't you know he didn't know it, it, Tony exactly so they didn't make everyone right. like the guardians they're just kind of there Right. You could tell they're just kind of like a rocket well, was pro- rocket was more probably yes, and then than the other ones, and I like paying that respect exactly. Yeah. So you get uh, this kind of balance where again it kept it very realistic. You don't yeah. have everyone sobbing. You've just got the ones that are like actual funerals. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a really cool shot. Um, kind of weird seeing the Iron Man three kid there. I, I didn't even know who that was at first. Yeah, uh, you had to point that out to me. I was like, I'm like, who the fuck's this kid? Um, like, yeah, Iron Man three. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie once. But it was it was great. Um, the line that. The third time I watched it, I didn't I didn't tear up until one line that just will forever get me, and that's the uh, the cheeseburger line. Oh god, it, it des- that destroyed me the second time I saw it. It John. got to, it almost got me the first time, like it kind of like made my eyes well a little bit. Yeah, but seeing it the second time, I'm like, oh god, it's like that that, that hurts so much because it's a great callback to the first one. You know, it's she he she is Tony's daughter. They both yeah. love cheeseburgers because that's the first thing Tony asked for when he got out of captivity. And the Iron Man one, and and, it's, and and then just happy, just like yep, okay, yeah. we'll get we'll get we'll get well, cheeseburgers. John Favreau just trying to keep it together there. That that's what gets me. Is John Favreau. Yeah. He immediately is like, yeah. oh geez, exactly. Um, yeah, that 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 right there was was really really powerful. But it's like such like a sweet kind of innocent thing. Yeah, this little girl's like, oh, I want cheeseburger. Yeah. Like oh shit, like we we because us as the audience, we all know what that means, right? You know? And we get um we get the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, that that that. Back and forth between. I, I, I really hope you know because it's like, I wonder what Guardians Three is going to be. Is is hope Thor? Isn't it? <laughs> if Thor is he going to star in it? Is he going to be just like a, a cameo ish kind of thing? Kind of like they how they use Tony in the Spider Man movies. Maybe because Guardians doesn't need it. You no. don't. You don't need no. a huge star power like Thor in the movie. And but that's honestly, that having him in it would instantly make that movie even more popular. It, it would, but I'm thinking from like from James Gunn's point of view, these these movies have been about the family, the right. family of the Guardians, and it really is interesting to me that he would, if if he could, I'm sure he could do it, but it's incorporating this character that's not family into someone, a family that now is broken up because Gamora is gone. Right. Well, it's, been, it's going to be about. I I think you can make it about reuniting a family because Peter wants to find Gamora. You have this new guy, this being new guy being Thor, yeah. kind of like you know. The the uh, the monkey wrench into the into the works of the whole thing. Um, I I don't think I don't think you can have him as like a as a lead role in it because that does take away from yeah. from the other characters, uh, yeah. the ones that we ha- have had established. You know, and they they deserve their movie and he deserves his movie. And Gunn has said that this Guardians three wraps up the story of this version of the Guardians. So I, I'm really curious to see it. Um, really excited for it. I. Uh, Love the line again, and makes me wonder if like Gunn had input on the script because the whole it's like, um, when it's like you you two should fight for leadership. Yeah. It's like yeah. uh, he's like, oh, if you don't want pistols, I got some knives. It's like, oh yeah, use knives. Use knives, yeah, yeah. That was great. I just love <laughs> the uh, the yeah, of course you are, of course you're in charge. It's like of course. It kind of whispers it to yes. him like that 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 cracked me up. That because that was a nice that was a nice break into the really somber uh tone. That was happening for the past like 10, 15 minutes at that point. And then, and then we, before we have the final um, bow, tying the final bow on this present, 
Um, we have that nice little moment between um, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Which, um, because they're they're the two here that have really lost someone they love. Permanently. Or forever. Yeah, exactly. And that was great. Yeah. You know, um, it's because it's a shared, it's a shared pain. Where it's like, I, where Clint's like, I wish she knew. Yeah. And Scarlet Witch is like, they, she does. They, they both do. Yeah. And at first I was like, at, th- at first I thought maybe she was talking about Tony, but then I, was, I realized, I'm like, no, she's talking about Vision. Yeah. You know, and because that was the person that she's lost. Yeah. And that, that was that was actually that was a really nice moment. And then of course we have um, Cap, yeah. uh, and them getting ready to on the platform, getting ready to send everything back to where it needs to be. Yeah. You know, Sam he, Sam wasn't wise to what was happening. Bucky, Bucky knew the entire time. Exactly. Bucky's like, because I like you said, he's like, I'm gonna miss you, bud. Yep. Because he knew. He knew. And yeah. because you know they're best friends, they're like brothers. They're they're on the wavelength. Yeah. You know, they know. They just know that hey. We know what's gonna go down here. Right. We I know what you what what you want. You know what you want now. Yeah. You deserve it. Go go have that life. Yep. Um, so which leads into Cap, you know, loading up, he has the stones, he has Thor's hammer, which I that I thought was nice made little yes. detail they made sure yep. that they added. Because that doesn't belong in that time. I would like to see a mini movie of, 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 of yes. Cap bringing the stones back. Yes. Trying to sneak around Asgard and have to like Get the stone back into Jane Foster. They could absolutely make a movie. <laughs> yeah, really. They absolutely could make that into a movie, and I would, I would pay to see it four times. Actually, just the idea of Cap trying to sneak in. And, like, like stab Jane. her yes. back with it. Yeah, no, that would be funny. Um, And then, so he, he, you know, they hit the button. He travels back. Then it's like, all right, bring him back. Nothing. Yeah. You know, then we see old man Cap, who looks exactly like my grandfather. Strange. And then uh, it, this this part actually kind of confused me a bit. And even the writers and directors can't agree on the how that this whole thing worked. Um, my my theory on it, and I think this is more what the I can't remember what the writers directors think, is that he basically lived in an alternate timeline, to, you know, for his for a life, and then yeah. went back to his you know to our time to the current timeline, the oh, actual yeah. true canon timeline um that's really the only way you could explain it well we're gonna have uh the multiverse in spider-man coming yeah up, so with that uh, i know which it just gets confusing but actually kind of also interesting in a way yeah so that's that is our next that is our next uh marvel movie is yeah, in uh, july far from home spider-man far from home yeah which they finally actually you know put a trailer out for because it is replete with spoilers right um the trailer even had a spoiler warning in it it's yeah. like, hey, if you haven't seen Endgame, you know, don't watch this. Um, which I kind of like that they're going to be dealing with the aftermath of that. Yeah, I do like so, that. But um, to touch back on Cap, yeah. uh, before we wrap this up, um, the perfect resolution for that character. The best. Uh, the best. He, he got what he deserved. Yep. The life he, he the life he deserved. The 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 life that was kind of taken from him. Yeah. I I um, love the um I love him. And that, giving, that part got me too. That part made me cry. I, I love him giving the uh the shield, um to Falcon. Yes. Sam, because um, a lot, you know, I I probably at first would have been like, oh, probably would give it to Bucky. But I can see, no, Bu- I can see Bucky being the type of guy like, don't give me that shit. Well, no, because what because <laughs> of what Bucky's done. Yeah, and Bucky exactly. knows this, and and Sam embodies the same virtues that that Steve did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's he pretty much idolized him anyway. You know, yeah. he's the he is the perfect person to to take the mantle of Captain America. Yep. And I, I love when uh, Sam sees his ring. He's like, you can tell me about her. And Cap's just like, no. Nope, nope. I, 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 I also just love the way Sam's just like, thank you. 
Yeah. You know, doesn't that was great. That's all you don't have need anything little, else. And then you have the Captain America theme. Yeah. Right when he says thank you and he yep. looks, he kinda looks down and says thank you and you get the cap theme. Yep. Perfect. Yep. And then yeah, of course then we have the uh the flashback to the the dance. The, and the, and a perfect end scene for the movie and then playing that song. Yeah. That that really like it'll make me tear up just thinking about it now because yeah. that was such a good scene. Yeah, because Cap's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. So now not having him in the you know future is gonna suck for me. But there's enough really great characters left to 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 keep me coming back for more. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I I cannot think of a better way to wrap up everything that we've had from the MCU than yeah. this movie. Yeah. It really, honestly, like you don't. While Getting opening, a perfect ending, while yeah, while keeping it open for so much more, yeah, yeah. But rarely in in anything shows, movies, games, whatever, do you get such a good, complete ending? Yeah, satisfying, satisfying, bittersweet in all the right ways, not like grim mm-hmm. and depressing kind of thing. Um, you know, this isn't Game of Thrones and all that. You know, <laughs> there's some ray of sunshine in this world. Um, but yeah, I mean, I honestly, I mean, this movie to me was was probably a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, I can't... You can, if you really start analyzing it and, and being nitpicky and, and looking for things to, to, to complain about, you can find things to deduct points uh, that, for. That, but that, you that, know that, what? Let me go down there. No, I'm not going to go down that road because I'm taking the movie for what it is, how it made me feel three times I've seen it now. Yeah. I've enjoyed it more each time. Yep. And that doesn't usually happen. No, you know that, that to me is a mark of a good movie. Is a movie that I can literally watch anytime, anywhere... Enjoy the hell out of it, and just have that great feeling. Right. And this this is a three hour movie. Yeah. You know, I can barely stay up for a two hour movie anymore. You know, I'm old freaking man. But I, this had me captivated from start to finish. Yeah, agreed. So, Same here. Uh, what would well, you rate this movie if you had if you had to give it a rating, like a number rating? Because to, to me, it is I a generally 10. I generally do not like doing number ratings I don't usually until either, but... until I've got maybe six months on the movie. But um. Uh, this it's a nine nine point five or a ten. Yeah, you know, ten. Yeah. I mean, to me, it is a damn near perfect movie, and 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 it is a perfect ending. It is. You know, if if you look at this as a as an entire saga, which which it is, mm-hmm. it's the perfect ending. It really you is. You know, and if you take Infinity War and Endgame as one film, yeah. I mean, holy shit! I mean, this movie's made at as of as of the recording here. This movie's made two point three billion dollars. Yeah. It's passed. Um, Titanic, yes, as for number two spot, um, it's about to de- uh, to dethrone those blue fucks of Avatar. <laughs> I, I, I'm really not an Avatar guy. Um, I, I think the legacy of Avatar is going to be cemented. A, I think Endgame will pass it hopefully before the end of the month. It, yeah, um, it but will. I think the legacy of Avatar is going to be when these sequels come out and they don't even do like one third of the right. amount of money. Right. I mean, I, I, the the first one I think will probably do pretty well. But yeah. I think there's, For the novelty. Be, there's a far less amount of interest in that movie. I don't think it's going to have anywhere near the appeal it, as the it, first it, one And did. it just got delayed again. I know, another year. Yeah, so, because uh, Avatar was Fox, right? Yeah. So technically now that's owned by Disney also. Right. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. That's not something that's even, like, remotely on my radar of, like, anticipation. No. Um, but anyway, we're not talking about Avatar. We're talking about Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And how awesome it was, and how we loved it, and that okay fa- favorite favorite scene and favorite line before oh, while man. we wrap this up. Um, favorite scene, it's probably gonna be the end there with with Cap and Peggy, because uh, that's just such a perfect cherry on top. Yeah. Uh, favorite line, hmm. that's really hard actually, because there's a lot of good ones. 
probably I'm Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, right there, that's just such a fuck yeah moment. Right before he snaps his fingers. That's probably got to be it yeah. for me. I'm thinking about there's a line that I can't. Oh, yeah. Um, the um, So my favorite scene is probably when they're back on the army base in the 70s. Yeah. That or, um, yeah, that's probably my favorite scene. My favorite shot is Cap facing off against Thanos' army. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my favorite line is probably a toss-up between um, um, Pepper Pot saying, telling Tony, rest now. Yeah. Or um, or Black Widow saying, let me go. A, cl- a close second for me would be Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Because, again, I'm all for those epic fuck yeah kind of moments. And that was definitely definitely one of them. Um, but, yeah, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it here and there. I'm yeah. sure, especially I mean, we we once, can talk about this movie for hours and hours. I, I'm sure, especially once um, once Spider-Man comes out. Yeah. yeah. We'll get a... Or kind of revisit. At that point... I'd be safe to revisit the MCU as a whole. Well, that's that's another thing if you think about, like you're talking about box office. Like, so you got Memorial Day coming up. Yeah. Um, when uh, Far From Home comes out, Endgame is going to get a bump again. Definitely. Because it'll still be in some theaters at that point. Because oh, it's going to be in some theaters till I think it was Infinity Wars in theaters till like September. I think. Oh wow. The okay. Blu-ray came out and it was still in the theaters. Oh shit. Okay. Um, yeah, this is not going away anytime no. soon. That's going to keep you know bringing in tons of money the fact that how much money is made and how quickly it's only at this point it's been out for a couple weeks yeah um it's just unreal i don't think we'll ever see anything like this at least not for a very very long time and and that's why it's like you know i get some people like oh you can see this movie three four times it's yeah. like this this is, feels like a once in a lifetime event it, it really does uh, between really does. and and what I, I was talking with some of my coworkers about this is it, it feels like it's once in a lifetime where this culmination of like this big of a story and this kind of feat in movie making from a writing, directing, producing standpoint. The connected universe. I, I like really this. don't know if I'm going to see this quality of an effort in a movie again, if not ever, but for a very long time, as far as like everything was pulled off so well. The story, um, the casting, the casting, the writing, the effects, the music. This this is like, you know, I'm a big art house cinema snob and stuff like that. But yes, this, you are. This is a clinic in fucking amazing movie making. Yeah. This is a great movie. Um, no matter, you know, what kind of movie you like, it's just, it, it hits so many uh, of the right spots and does it so well that I just want to experience it over right. and over again. If you're a fan of good storytelling and good filmmaking, yeah. there's no reason that you shouldn't like this movie. No. The you don't even have to be a comic book fan or no. someone who likes kind of genre kind of stuff you know with sci-fi action kind of stuff like that this is a good movie it is it has powerful dramatic moments amidst all this you know flashy explosions and and you know quippy dialogue and all that kind of stuff and, and i really do wonder if I, I wonder if we see a best picture nomination for this i think we I, might. I think you will i think it will. black panther got one yeah and and if you think and this about, is a better movie than black panther was it, it is and if you think about like i think i think robert downey jr deserves at least a nomination yeah if you think about um, and, you know, Academy kind of does this with large film franchises. You know, you cap it off with something. It kind of gets the nod. You think like, about, like, Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings yeah. like, Return of the King winning everything. Yeah. Um, I think it still has that record. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for that because uh, this is a movie that deserves that kind of respect and uh, that kind of, um, you know, uh, adoration because, yeah. you know, it, it is fantastically well-made. It's emotional. It's funny. Uh, range of emotions. Um it literally had everything everything I want from a movie experience, this had. Yeah. This had comedy, this had action, this had drama, 
Yeah. You know, just phenomenal effects, uh, just everything. Literally, it. If I had like a checklist, this movie would probably be one of the few movies ever that actually checked everything off for me. Yeah. And I, I just, so. you know, it's it, it is a very rare experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think that can be understated. Yeah. Uh, and, and just the the cultural impact as well. I mean, this is. Look how this movie has exploded. And, and and that's what gives me confidence in MCU going forward. Yeah. Because they pulled this off. Yes, they did. And so, and you know, like I said earlier, you know, like Feige and them, they're not going to be the type that be like, just sit back on their hands and be like, shit, it worked. Okay, now let's figure it out. It's like, no. They, they've, they've, they've already the got, and now you've got more toys to work with with the Fox deal coming in. Um, and Some X-Men which later gonna, on. They're going to take their time on that. And it's like, you talk about what characters are going to be able to take over for Cap. It's like, well, you have uh, characters that people love right now, right? Um, you know, between the Guardians characters that they love, you know, Captain Marvel is is already adored. Um, you've got, um, you know, even the likes of Ant Man and stuff like that. Um, Thor. Yep. You've you've still got characters, and you're going to be potentially bringing in other famous characters. You know, a new Wolverine. Right. Um, a Fantastic Four that's actually beloved. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. They 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 are OG Marvel characters. They need right. they deserve to be you um, know done well. And the Eternals, you know, everyone's kinda of like, oh, don't know shit about the Eternals. No one knew shit about Guardians. And right. Guardians are beloved. Or even even people not a lot love of people Doctor Groot. Strange. People love all the Guardians. I and, and so exactly strange too. And so you got Eternals, um, which has a really cool cast uh coming up so uh, far. Shaping up so and uh Fantastic uh, young director too. We'll we'll talk about that more. As yeah, we that'll get be definitely uh, more because I mean, next we, year. This is just this is not the end of anything no. as far as the MCU goes. This is the end of of the first big chapter. Not not to mention the time travel is now right part it's, of the MCU. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I guess you know they've they've set that precedent. So, but um, yeah. I mean, this is just the beginning, really. I mean, this was a a perfect capper to this first decade of movies. Um, yeah. and I. Personally, I know I'm speaking for you as well. I think um, can't wait for for the rest of it. So, but anyway, guys, we're gonna wrap up. I know we've been probably talking enough at you, but um, we love this movie. Bottom line, we hope you guys did too. Um, do you have anything to say, Matt? Before we go, no, no, um, that's pretty much it. Um, love the movie. Uh, it's been great talking about it, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. So, um, yeah, so that will conclude this episode of Cinema Small Talk. Uh, Matt, where can they find us? Uh, right now you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Um, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, subscribe away. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, we will be on YouTube soon. Um, we're still figuring that out as far yeah. as uh, what visual component we're going to incorporate, but uh, we'll, we'll figure that I out. I don't know who wants to see our, our mugs, but um, we're just going to put a camera under the desk. Yeah, exactly. Just, just like upskirt ourselves the whole time. Just yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just me. Okay, I, I can live with that. But anyway, guys, we're um, we kilt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for those of you who have listened so far. We we really do appreciate it. This is something we kind of just started, you know, on a lark. Really, just you know, hey, well, let's do a podcast. We like talking we, about uh, movies. We had creative juices, and we wanted to let them flow. Exactly, and we want to share our juices with you guys. So, <laughs> so on that note, that disgusting note, on that disgusting note, guys. Again, we are very very appreciative. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Bye bye.